0: you both for taking the time to speak with me uh i'd imagine it's been a bit of a crazy week we're less than 24 hours away from the release of phoenix so individually um we'll start with you mona uh tell me how are you feeling at the moment
1: i feel uh i feel excited and totally exhausted at the same time you know sometimes you wonder what what is what am i doing is is this uh, logistics? Um, an economy economy work or am I actually playing music you know we had so much logistics this weekend but it's it's fun but it's been a lot you know we we're, we have been signing the vinyls and sent them to a web shop and we have been planning this uh, release party and uh, all of the things that goes with that and um, you know it's um, it feels so Amazing to finally show all the people what we've been working on uh, this year and uh, everyone that. uh, Everyone that will hear the album and uh, also the people that will come to the release party, they all of all of the people uh, that support us, they they are like part they are part of our our history and. uh, um. Everyone that bought uh, album, they uh, they helped us get on our feet, and uh, they are uh, forever in our uh, in our hearts and uh, in our in our blood. <laughs> Can you say that <laughs> they are they are part of the gems history? That's what I wanted to say.
0: And part of the gems future as well, of course. Um, <laughs> How about you, Emily? How uh, how are you doing at the moment?
2: I mean, Mona summed it up really well. But you know, we are. I mean, I am super excited, and it feels almost unreal that the day almost has come where we actually are going to release the album. Because you know, the this whole last year that we've been through has been just a roller coaster of hard work and love and uh, you know all the emotions at the same time and to finally be here that we are releasing this album it's just it's just a really really good feeling but also like this week feels like everything that could go wrong has gone wrong you know with all the logistics and planning (laughs) so yeah we are happy but exhausted and it's tomorrow is gonna be amazing I'm sure of that
0: yeah it is a long and winding road to release as you said the build-up the drip feeding of content the promotion all of that it can be an enjoyable experience while as you said a lot of work but starting with you Emily um what aspects have you found of the process of building into the release to to be the most fun for you
2: I mean it's been definitely a big learning experience for us I mean you know Everything we've done this year, you know, building this band and everything has been, you know, it. nothing has been new because we've done it before. We have released albums, we have been playing a lot of shows live and, you know, we have been building brands before, but to do it this time with people that you really love and that you know that you really truly are having fun with and that you feel safe and respected with that has been a new experience that has you know that's just amazing you know that we can do everything again happy
0: (laughs) well put well put um how about you uh mona what have you found particularly fun about this part of the process
1: I think uh, learning the music business in depth, because we, we really took our time this time to make everything right from the beginning. So and now when we could restart, we, we had to restart, of course, but we also had the chance to restart uh, fresh and uh, make very well informed decisions about everything, uh, everything from which record label and uh, w- what's good and bad about different uh, record contracts? Uh, so we we really took the time to um, to uh, mm, what do you say? We uh, we uh, give it
2: a lot of thinking of... and uh, being careful with everything.
1: Yeah, we um forhandla. What's forhandla in English? Negotiate. Yeah, negotiate, we really took the time to negotiate and compared uh, the the deals with uh, different labels. So uh, and we did that with with everything from uh, labels to booking agents to uh, merchandising and so we we did it. uh, We did it right this time. And we now have a team that we are so comfortable with. We, We love everyone we work with. And They are true supporters for for us individually and the band and the people we work with now, they they chose to invest their time and money into us, a new started band with no like track record and nothing. And they they chose to work with us because they believe in us and what we are capable of. And I think that's pretty amazing. Uh, instead of just going for a big name and you know, you're going to make money like, uh, but they chose us uh, with their hearts and uh, we are, we're very honored and it feels great now.
0: So while the Gems, of course, is the three of you, the wider Gems family is bigger and what uh, more, more diverse.
1: Yeah, we have a big the Gems family, <laughs> a lot of people helping us and working for us and with us
0: so of course uh phoenix it is your debut album It is out tomorrow as of the time of recording which is the 26th of january via our napalm records i want you to kind of take me back to the start if you can particularly the vision that you may have had for phoenix did you have a clear vision for what you wanted to do with this record
2: I mean, pretty much, uh, even though we've had, you know, we have been experimenting a lot with, you know, fun effects, you know, a lot of phaser and stuff, <laughs> which has been really fun. Uh, but I mean, you know, we were a big part of the develop of the sound in our previous band, Thunder Mother. Uh, the two albums, Heat Wave and Black and Gold, were both albums that especially me and Guernica were a big part of the songwriting and, you know, we wanted to, you know, bring a fresh vibe into rock music, but you know, to make it sound a little bit more modern Ooh. and uh, you know, to be able to, yeah, breathe some fresh air into it basically. And uh, I think we've just like continued on that path with the gems. And now we are also having Mona in the mix as a songwriter and that, you know that naturally brings a new vibe into everything and we all love classic rock so that that was kind of obvious for us that we wanted to continue with that but Mm. I think we managed to find like the perfect mix between uh old school classic rock and like modern pop music basically (sighs) um and I'm I'm really happy with the sound that we have now
1: yeah me too (laughs)
0: Were there any factors, uh, be them inside and outside of the band, that changed and shifted what you initially set out to do?
1: Um, I mean, the producer we had on this record is really important to the sound. And uh, his name is uh, Johan Randén. He's a great guitarist himself. He, mm. he was a... a album recording fusion guitarist at the age of 11. <laughs> so he's a musical genius. And mm. uh, he, uh, he he's had a huge impact on the song songs, the songwriting and also the sound. Uh, we wrote a lot of songs together with him. And, uh, and he is a, a pop producer. So he, he brought a lot of interesting ideas to the table. And uh, what if we mix this guitar riff with this sound to make it more interesting, you know, all of these fresh ideas. And uh, I think he, um, uh, the question was, if uh, we changed the sound or anything, I think mm, maybe I envisioned a sound that was more rough before we started working with him and he he tidied it up a bit like he removed everything unnecessary for the song so for example there will only be one guitar track in stereo Mm. Uh, so it's a riff and if you remove everything that's unnecessary uh, you can uh, uh, the the vocals can take up more space in the in the sound mix and uh, that makes it more modern uh, because in pop songs the the vocals uh, take a lot of space and uh, in rock music uh, historically the the vocals are very low in the mix and uh, it's a- almost dren- drenched in different guitar parts and uh, whatever i think it was more so on like, the mother like the vocals are sometimes uh, overwhelmed with with a lot of things that's happening and that's cool of course but um he really uh inspired us to to dare to do this more like pop influenced production
0: was it easy to open your mind to those processes to to exploring those ideas or did you find yourself quite resistant at first
2: i, th- I think we ended up, i mean we had some you know back and forth for sure you know with the mixes and everything uh But I mean, I think we we draw him to the rock side and he drew us to the pop side. And I think we just ended up in the perfect like space in between that. Uh, But there (laughs) were there were some discussions for sure.
1: (laughs) I I had my fights with him for sure. I I just remember this uh, fun saying that I, I I said to him in the studio, I was like, can you can you like equalize the guitar? I'm, I'm like the annoying guitarist. The guitarist always wants the guitar high. You know, it's really annoying. I know, I know that about myself. But I, <laughs> I asked, can you put, can you EQ the guitar so it's it's more stingy? And he said, like, no, it's not possible because it's gonna interfere with the uh, with the frequencies of the lead vocals. And I was like, okay, but then make it as stingy as possible. And a little bit more. <laughs> so, it was so stupid. But it, I'm very happy with the mixes now it's uh, everything. Uh, uh, that's about a good mixer. Uh, because if you're a really good sound engineer, you can, you can make a mix uh, where everything gets a lot of space and nothing interferes. And that's uh, what it sounds like on this album.
0: It's incredible, and it does sound amazing. You nailed it before, um, Emily, with the fact that it has that classic rock vibes, but it is clearly coming from a very modernised place. Um, so I want to ask you both individually, and starting with you, Emily, if you don't mind. For you overall, what was some of the more challenging aspects of making the record?
2: Um, good question. I mean... Uh... I guess there were like some, you know, to work with a new producer. I mean, as Mona mentioned, Yuan, he is kind of a genius. And he hears immediately if something is going to work or not. Uh, and, you know, I think we all had our moments in the studio where he was never pleased. Like, no, nope, do it again. No, nope, we have to do one more. You know, we started off like, uh, I mean, I, I guess I started recording the drums for the songs that I you know, had the best feeling with <laughs> and, and we saved the more challenging songs to the end. And uh, you know, at the end, it was kind of like I almost lost my self-confidence in playing. But, you know, in the end, I mean, he is super picky, but it was for the, you know, greater good for the album. Uh, but it was definitely challenging to, you know, play really, really tight and do everything really, really good. But that's also a challenge that I really enjoy to do
0: i i can I can picture the scene as you say, if you have to repeat something over and over again, you'd start to doubt yourself whether or not you're capable of doing it. But then when you do do it and nail it, like the boost must have been incredible,
2: yeah. and I mean, uh, I mean, I prefer to be the one that actually plays the songs instead of like, OK, you played OK, I can fix that after. No, I want it. Of course, I wanted it to be like good from the beginning as well.
1: Yeah.
0: How about you, Amona? What was something that you found particularly challenging about creating the records?
1: Uh I mean, it was very stressful because I played both the bass and the guitar on the record, so I had to uh, record uh, five songs a day, so the, the goal was to um, record like three songs bass and two songs guitar every day, and, but I was a little bit faster than that, but it was you know, you get really sore on the fingers, so I had to rest by playing more guitars, etc. Because the bass uh, that really it, it like rubs the fingers; it rubs off the skin in some way. Mm. So that was a challenge, and it was it, it was uh, stressful because every every free minute I had to like practice on the next song on bass, for example. Uh, so so that I, I could record it in like two or three takes, because we had we had barely no time. Mm. It needed to be done really fast and effective. So that that was a bit hard.
2: Yeah, and Mona that... did like a great job in the studio. She had like, yeah, she worked really really hard. And if I can just add like another challenge, you know, you know, the whole last year was to also stay stay in the you know positive vibe because we were going through a really hard time emotionally with everything that had happened and to just like believe in the progress you know because there there will always be moments where you like you know feel insecure about what you're doing uh but that we we three have had each other through this whole process and that's been like the key for us I think because maybe I have a bad day then Mona and Guernica are feeling stronger and they can like lift me up. And that's how we've kind of worked uh, through the year.
0: Mm. The end result speaks for itself. It is Phoenix. It's a 15 track album, 16 if we include the acoustic, the wonderful acoustic version of Like A Phoenix, an album of anthems that draws from a wide spectrum of genres while being rooted in rock. It is a varied release. So I wanted to ask you, is it important for you as a group to showcase the variety in your sound and the differences that exist between the Gems and Thunder Mother?
1: Yeah, it was important because we have no discography as a new band. So um, maybe this record is a little bit all over the place, but we, at the same time, we needed uh, a broad variety of songs. Uh, in order to showcase uh, what we are capable of, and uh, the songwriting is also, uh, uh, we had in when writing the songs we had in mind to write different kind of songs so they can be put in different uh, places, like they can be uh, put in a film or uh, they can be played at a, a heavy metal club, you know. Uh, songs that that can be played and uh, attract different people, different people liking different kinds of rock. So uh, and that's why we had an acoustic song also, because, uh, you know, every band has an acoustic song. And if we put that out, people can imagine like how we would sound in an acoustic setting. And we do a lot of acoustic shows now and then, also. Mm. So that was the plan behind the like the variety of the songs.
0: It does show when I use the word. Sorry.
1: Yeah. What, was well, the, it do- what was the other question?
0: I'd show the difference between the gems and Thunder Mother.
1: Maybe Emily can take. Yeah, that. I mean. Uh,
2: for for sure, we kind of early said that we would maybe take away the ACDC influence because uh, just to make some kind of difference, you know, because uh, we love ACDC, uh, but we just felt like, you know, we had done that for a couple of years, like a lot. So uh, that was the only thing we actually said. But, but you know, uh, since we are three... Out of four members like 75% from Thunder Mother we obviously are gonna sound like Thunder Mother because we were Thunder Mother. Uh, What I think is that Thunder Mother is gonna go a different way now sound wise with a new singer and everything that's a new sound just with that and uh, yeah as I mentioned before like we have Mona with us now as a songwriter and that also makes a difference. I think It has just happened naturally, the rest. The only thing we said was like, let's pause ACDC for a while.
0: The Gems (laughs) is its own thing. I cannot stress that enough to people. While, of course, the links are clear and that's uh, not an issue. This is you breaking out and doing your own thing. And this album shows that you use the word um, a wide variety of seeing a wide variety of people listening to it. It is that, it is that very release, diverse and accessible is the word I would want to use. Accessible to a wider group of people, which is only going to help you. So individually, uh, starting with you, Emily, uh, of all the tracks in the album, is there one in particular that hasn't been released yet as a single that you're particularly interested in hearing feedback on?
2: I mean, I really, you know, one of my favorites are Force of Nature, that's a just a crazy song that we were really like creatively having fun with that song. And I just love how it turned out. And I really love to play the drums on that as well. It really keeps me busy, that one.
0: <laughs> how about you, Mona? Is there a track that hasn't released yet that you're interested to see people's reaction to? Uh,
1: Is Your Pain. Uh, but... Actually I'm interested to, to hear what people think of the like the the end of uh, Undiscovered Paths into the Interlude Maria Song and Is Your Pain that partition of the album uh because I'm very proud of that uh, myself the the whole feelings and uh, the the emotions we portray with uh, with only this uh, instrumental interlude. I, I think it's really great. Mm. And uh, yeah, ease your pain, the the big power ballad. I'm I'm very curious to hear what people think
0: fantastic Um, well the reaction to the album so far the singles that have been released and the general commenting online has been immensely positive Uh, it's been really great to see particularly you know the internet isn't always the most loveliest of places seeing all of that and seeing what you've seen so far does that ease your mind in regards to how you think the full album may be received
2: yeah I mean in in one way yeah yeah I mean, when we released, like, A Phoenix, the first single in June, you know, that was kind of a first test to see how, you know, people would react. And we, I mean, we have been surprised of how much positive feedback we have gotten. You know, we were, like, prepared to also get, you know, some negative stuff as well because that's the world. But, I mean, it's so... Much more positive than negative. I I, I have barely seen any negative uh, comments at all. Uh, I I know that we have some, but you know we we are just really overwhelmed and happy about that support. And um, yeah, it feel it feels good, you know, about the album. But you, we also want to stay humble and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> stuff like that. But. Oh, Obviously, we're hoping for the best and we can't wait to get out and tour now and just like build this band um, back to where we kind of took off with the last one, you know, because we never planned to to quit playing music and uh, we are really eager to get back on track.
0: Well, of course, uh, it's not just the album release. There is the release party as well, release show in Stockholm. Um, obviously, that kind of refocuses your mind. You can focus on great the album's been released, but you've got the show to do as well. Uh, what what what's going to happen now? What 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 are you particularly looking forward to about this show?
1: <laughs> I think I might cry when we after the last song, so you can look forward to seeing me crying. Uh, but also we will have a tattoo artist and a rock dj
0: <laughs> a proper party amazing
2: yeah yeah and i mean we're gonna play the full album live like from beginning to end i'm really excited about that we've you know we have been rehearsing the whole thing with all the interludes and we're gonna have maria Yarn with us on stage the girl who plays violin on the record and You know, it's just that show is going to be like really, really, really special. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that.
0: A fabulous way to start 2024 off. Uh, But of course, we've got to also momentarily look to the future. Now I realise you're probably not going to be able to say too much about it. So I guess I just want to gauge your feelings on things. The rest of the year is the plan, the general plan and hope for the Gems to just be as busy as possible. Get out there and play as live, Mm -hmm. whatever you can
1: yes yeah yes we hope for that we hope the album is gonna uh release a flood of offers <laughs> we had uh, yeah we had quite quite a few offers uh already but uh, as a new band you need to have an album out of course to to get booked for festivals whatever so uh, we're just waiting patiently
0: Future is looking super super bright. Can't wait to see what comes next. Um, a couple more minutes of your time. Good. This is Ozzy Osbourne, and in his head are randomized cards of anything and everything, all in the name of fun, including submissions by other bands and artists. So I'm just gonna pick a few out and uh, ask you them. So we'll start with, mm-hmm. we'll start with you, Emily. Do you believe life exists out there beyond us?
2: Yes. I mean. Mm. yeah I mean the universe is so big it would be super weird if just planet earth would have life on it Uh, and there's so much out there that we haven't discovered I mean maybe maybe it's not like the aliens that we're picturing it maybe it's just like little bugs (laughs) on a planet full of sand I don't know (laughs) but I I believe there's something I just
0: don't know what it it seems logical that, as you say, it's likely there is something. So, yeah, it'd be silly to dismiss it. Um, okay, Mona, what was the last TV show you binge watched? Uh,
1: it's a histori- historical uh, TV s- uh, series, documentary series, about the history of Sweden. So the <laughs> Swedish history, like what people came here uh 5000 years ago how they lived and then they go to the like the iron age the stone age what well, what were people doing then and so they go through all the the centuries and uh, what happened on all the kings and how they fought and the the fucking danish that came and and uh, uh, fucked up everything on gotland and you know so uh, the yeah <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
0: interesting. <laughs> uh, back to you, <laughs> Emily. Uh, what is a useless inverted commas for useless talent you have?
2: Um. Hmm. Useless talent. Mm. Um. Mona, give help me. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, do I have a useless trick that I? Mm. Brain really
1: fast at like this uh, card game where you need to like put your hand, like, oh,
2: Snap. yeah, <laughs> <And> dreaming. <laughs> maybe I don't know, but yeah, maybe I am. Uh, that's kind of useless, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Okay, uh, Mona, what do you what is the most disgusting thing you've ever eaten?
1: Um, I think. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it's not the most disgusting thing but mm. I I ate we we were at uh, we were playing at uh, Mallorca at uh, um uh, all inclusive resort and oh. I took a plate of uh, seafood and you had this like really long and blue clams so uh, the the meat inside of those long clams it looked like a worm and I ate it and it was full of sand and like Ugh. It was ugh. so disgusting. It like it it had, it laid around there for the whole uh, buffet opening hours, I guess. So it was uh, no, that was disgusting. Like a eating a maggot full of sand and like things from the sea bottom. It was ugh, disgusting.
0: Did mm. you <laughs> we'll find out what it was?
1: Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what the name is, but uh, you know, Emily, the 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 clams that were really long and thin, and a bit yeah. bluish. I I didn't go for that, so
2: I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah,
0: <laughs> seems that like you made the right choice, uh, Emily. What's the scariest thing you've ever experienced?
1: Uh... um
2: these are fun but hard questions I need to really think um I mean I guess it was like you know one of those moments where you're waiting for the bus really late and Mm -hmm. there was like a bunch of you know a group of guys coming to me and starting to being really like not nice, and you oh. know, that I got really scared that they were gonna follow me and rape me and stuff like that. So, I get, yeah, one of those situations. Um, yeah, I guess the scariest thing I know is like other people, you know, mm. some other people, you know, um, if they want to hurt me or murder me or rape me or mm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Mona, what is a recent experience that made you feel old?
1: Uh, I always feel old. uh, You know, hearing uh, 20 year year olds uh, talk. uh, And uh, like. I felt a bit old uh, uh, earlier today because I work at a university as a tutor. So I teach in uh, courses there, like computer science courses, and uh, when I when I assess uh, students uh, on their like submissions, I see all this uh, um, so social numbers, and they are born like two thousand nine and such things. It's like like they are so young. Mm. I could like be their mother. I feel I work there, and they they look very young, and they they like mess around in the computer rooms. And yeah, I I feel old every day that I work at my university. <laughs>
0: oh, you can't get away from that either. No. <laughs> okay, one more, one more then uh, for each of you. Emily, what is a meal you cook better than anyone else in the band?
2: I guess, um, something vegetarian, because I'm mm. a vegetarian, um,
1: maybe
2: like, palak Mo- palak. yeah, palak paneer, but you're really good at cooking Indian food, Mona, I don't think I'm better than you doing that, um, but I, I would say I'm more of a baker, yeah. uh, yeah, I think I can do the best, um cakes in the band
0: (laughs) oh i love it love it and lastly mona your happy place where is it
1: what my happy place
0: yeah your happy place where is it
1: um i'm i get very happy in the winter when it is really cold i think it's because uh, half of my, uh, my my mother is from like north of sweden so I feel really happy and at ease, like walking outside, looking out to the universe and it's like minus 15 degrees Celsius, something really cold But Mm -hmm. it's really dry. The air is really dry and it's uh, it's like crystals in the air. I, I, Mm -hmm. I really like that. And if you're really lucky, you can see the aurora, the Northern light. Yeah, that's my happy place. But otherwise, it's uh, at home. I, I like to be at home. I'm not a, a traveler, even though we tour a lot. But I'm I i I'm really happy at home.
0: Well, fingers crossed then, as we move into 2024, that you're less happy because you're out on the road far too <laughs> much um, <laughs> following the release, of course, of Phoenix on the 26th of January 2024 by Napalm Records. Emily, yeah. Mona, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it.
2: Thank you so if much it, for having us. Fine. This was
0: it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. If you'd like to see more content like this, please consider hitting the subscribe button. It is gratefully appreciated. You can find us over at GBHBL.com, our full website, where reviews, news, and so much more goes up daily. We're also on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, threads, at GBHBL, just search for GBHBL and you will find us out there. We also have merchandise on sale, you can access the shop via the website.